Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, returning. I don't even know when the last time you saw me on this because we've recorded so many episodes. Andy doing so many solo, me joining. It was just, it's chaos. This last, the last, ha- the last quarter of this year has been absolute chaos, but the content keeps on coming. And speaking of Andy, he's in that other box. How you doing, Andy? Hasamakis? You're in the last one last week. Okay, good. No, that's great. <laughs> that's great. But, but not really. Because so this is the next one after last week. Is it? It is. It is. Okay. <laughs> See, that's what you. That's what you're here for, folks, on YouTube.com/slash. You're screen definitely TV. on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us this week are Sebastian and Thomas. They are developers of Alchemic Cutie, a wholesome, relaxing RPG where players will tame wild jellies, meet villagers, enter jelly competitions, and uncover the secrets of Wimba Island. And of course. Pick up lots and lots of poop. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having Thank us. You. Yeah, this is this is great. Third time's a charm. Uh, we were supposed to record this about two hours ago. That was my bad. Uh, could have recorded it last week. That was your bad. But yeah. we're here, and we're, <laughs> we're doing the thing. And uh, for those of you who have no idea what this show is, this is the Dual Screens Podcast. This is an indie developer interview show where we love to bring on developers, voice actors, everybody else, to come on and talk about their story, to give us their perspective on the business. And of course, we're the best one out there starring two people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every week on your favorite podcast service of choice just search dual screens podcast and of course as a video version on youtube.com slash dual screens tv and if you want to support us on patreon it is so easy you can get into our super secret vip discord channel if you support us at any one of our discord tiers and that is patreon or patreon tiers patreon.com slash nds podcast and we want to thank our three patreon producers colton the apprentice nestler fnh paul and vegas girl on fire we cannot continue to grow without all of your support and as a matter of fact it is a direct reason your support made it possible for us to be able to afford separate channels now for all of our podcasts so if you used to listen to the crossplay podcast on this channel it now has its own podcast channel so please go into your favorite podcast service Right now, we're awaiting Apple approval, but go onto your favorite podcast, type in Dual Screens Crossplay Podcast. It will show up there. Subscribe there. And also, we debuted a brand new show called Faction Wars, a new world podcast, a podcast all about the latest tips, tricks, news, and views for New World. Now, let's get, let's just dive right in, right into the thing, Andy. I'm going to give you the ceremonial first question here, Andy. What do you got for me? What do you got? What do uh, mm. what do the jellies taste like? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Probably depends on the color. Mm, oh, I see. I see. Interesting. So, so is are, it, there's, there's a color that's called cake. So I assume maybe that one tastes like cake. Some sort of cake. cake. I feel like if there's anyone that would know and not have to assume, it would be you, Sebastian. I'm just. Uh, I haven't tasted one, and I, <laughs> I don't think anybody in the game has tasted one. Interesting. Uh, as far as I know. Interesting. But I mean, they seem to be like have. everywhere. So they're like the chickens of the world or like, yeah. you know, yeah, pigeons. They, uh, yeah, on the island. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're less common on other places, but definitely sure. they're crawling all over it. All over the Indeed. Um, so you say, okay, so it depends on the color you, you assume. Okay. So like you have your blue jellies, right? Now, do you go the typical blueberry or are we talking about like blue raspberry? Um... It could just be like artificial blue. 
Uh, oh, like Arctic blue, like Arctic like blast. No, it's that quarter drink blue, Stephen. Right. That, right. That, like, blue 40 shit. Like, yeah. Have you ever gotten a drink that's, it's like a plastic drink and then it has a foil top? Yeah. The quarter yeah, drinks. That's what I'm talking about. Quarter yeah, drinks. Drink. Yeah. It probably, it probably they like kind of look like hand grenades. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Those, yeah. those guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Okay. No, that that's great. And I believe, believe it or not, I believe that is blue raspberry. Believe it or not. Exactly <laughs> what those things would taste like. I think it tastes like red 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Probably yellow dye number five. Have you ever actually seen a blue raspberry? I digress. Um, so before we get into this head first, why don't you give everybody kind of the elevator pitch? Either one of you could take this. The elevator pitch, what is Alchemy Cutie? What will players be doing? It? And yeah, just kind of get into it. You can go ahead, Tom. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so Alchemy Cutie, it's sort of this RPG where you catch little jellies, you raise them, you can accessorize them. And you can then enter them into like little jelly competitions. And there's like lots of side quests, lots of characters with lots of backstory. And there's a whole world. So Wimba Islands is a massive island that you can explore and catch different shapes and different colors. And yeah, it's uh, and there's different seasons, times of day, so on your usual, you know, farming RPG. Except we don't have farming, but you know, you're you're catching. I guess it's a I don't want to say it because I know it's going to annoy Sebastian, but I'm going to say it's Lion Rancher meets Stardew Valley. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No, that, that's, I think that's fair. I think that, 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 that's a fair, but you know what? It's, it's more unique than that. Like it, it really, it, it may to, to the untrained eye go in and say, oh yeah, it's like this and this, but like when you really get into it, it's a little bit, it's a little, it's pretty divergent from that. Um, and I assume that's why Sebastian wants to punch you in the throat when you say that. <laughs> no, everybody, I, I think Stardew Valley looks nice. It's just everybody says it looked like Stardew Valley. And I'm like, sure. No, it looks like the thing that I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even from like a graphical perspective, like there's way more detail in these sprites than I see in Stardew Valley. And these just look that. much cleaner and nicer. Just saying. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Stardew Valley. <laughs> let's put it this way you're not playing stardew valley because it's beautiful you're just but this game you are a little bit you kind of are yeah you're like oh oh, here we go gameplay and beauty exactly all things happening at once plus jellies how many jellies are in this bad boy um so the jellies are spawned in the world um kind of randomly so we have a set number of colors and shapes and uh traits and depending on where you are in the world they'll come up with different configurations. So, you know, if you want to take like the marketing approach of it, there's thousands and thousands, right? If you right, sure. All different colors and shapes. Um, but, uh, you know, there's specific locations where you can find them. So there's a, we planned them out as far as what would show up. So, so, so I, even, I even to, on the, much of a definite answer there. No, that's, <laughs> that's fine, yeah. Like even, even from a visual aspect, there's, if you're really kind of to break down where all the combinations come from, you know, you've got, like 32 different shapes of the jellies. You've seen some of them with like the cat ears and you know some of them with bunny ears. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got like 32 different colors. And then on top of that, you've got all the accessories and stuff as well. So sure, sure. But there, but it, there isn't a finite amount out there in the wild. You can kind of just go and just grab yeah. whatever and just kind of have fun with it. Yeah, That's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. That's so cool. it's not in that respect. I, it's not like Pokemon where there's a set number of different kinds. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, you find the different kinds in the wild, and you can also make the different kinds that are on your farm by making them later. And and what are the mechanics in order to catch said jelly? Uh, you just walk up to it and play flute on it, and it dances and you catch a balloon and it floats back. Oh. 
Yeah, it's got some like MGS5 Fulton recovery shit yeah. going on. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it absolutely does. I was just going to say yeah. the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, big... balloon, you're out. Go. Yeah. yeah, that was a big problem we had early on in the development. We were like, how do we transport them? Because it was kind of like, it's kind of ridiculous thinking that the player would carry like, you know, 50 jellies on her backpack, you know, because we know it's like everyone was going around wanting to catch every single jelly they came across. Yeah. So uh, we were like, oh, how can we get them to go back to the farm? And we're like, and then like Sebastian said, why don't we just like do the MGS5 kind of thing and just attach a balloon to them? I was like, okay. <laughs> Genius. Yeah, it, it would. Go ahead, Andy. No, I'm saying watching them boob along the map on the balloon is the most satisfying. It's very cute. It's very cute. Animation. <laughs> Just watching them go, I'm like, I could watch this all day. It's so mesmerizing. And, and and it's not it's not horrifying to them, which I think is the best part, because they're like, "Yay, we're going to the farm!" <laughs> not like, "Oh God, what is this? Why?" And they're just getting pulled away by this stranger that happened to happened upon them in the forest or some shit. <laughs> um, it, it's it takes a completely different tone than if um you were walking around with like a straw and just being like. Sucking them up and spitting them in a bottle. Yeah. That, I guess that could have been one of the other options. Just shoo, and just spit it in one of the milk bottles or whatever, and just take. You have them around your waist and just bring them to the farm and dump them out. <laughs> it sounds a lot like like Pokemon. You put them in little. Exactly, Pokemon, exactly. Except except you have to see them. Sorry. You know what I mean? Like you you have them in a clear glass jar, so you have to see their agony as you spit them into this glass. <laughs> so where did this idea come from? Oh, why are you giving normal of... questions for? No, yeah, I gotta go do some normal because I have some abnormals I want to get. Oh, I know, to, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, first. I'm just joshing. You gotta get to the normie ones before you get to the crazy ass ones, dude. That's how. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> it was a. It originally comes from a Flash game prototype that I did a long time ago. Um, basically, you had like a petri dish, and you had these like little cells that had, like you know smiley faces and stuff. And uh, you'd give them different like chemicals and they change and things like that. Um, it ended up not going anywhere after that, but um, eventually, when Tom and I decided we were going to make a game, we just had like a list of ideas, and that was one of the ones on there. And we're like, well, you know, maybe we could change it to like jellies or something. Like, I think first we had the name Alchemic Cutie, and they were like, yeah, it's going to be alchemy, and then there's going to be jellies, and they're like, okay, well, it sounds kind of similar to this, so we'll just use that concept. <laughs> How did the two of you guys uh, get together? Like as a team? Uh, well, he, he paid me to do artwork once. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So on uh, one of his previous projects. And then uh, I think it'd been, was it an entire year after that? No, I think it was only a few months or so. Yeah. A few months later, I was just like, well, um, I like making games. But right now, I, at the time, I was just doing art. And um, I was just like, well, who do I know who's a programmer? <laughs> Who is uh, easy to work with, so I, I sent an email. But uh, Tom, how did you find Sebastian to begin with to, in order to hire for the art? Was it like you were oh. just posting in like a forum or something and he was like, yeah, I could do it? No, I think I might have found them via Twitter or maybe Reddit. Yeah. And then like I, I saw a, like his portfolio on Tumblr. Yeah, there's a there's a um, subreddit called Game Dev Classifieds. I don't know if it's still mm. active or not, but I was I posted I used to post there a lot. Uh, to get the contract work, and I think he contacted me today. That's awesome, man. That, and then you guys just kind of hit it off, and now here you are making a damn cute video game about jellies. You love yeah, to see I it. I was actually I was browsing through Sebastian's portfolio earlier this morning, and I can see why he was a perfect fit 
for this game. I'm going to throw a picture in the chat right now. And Steven, oh, okay. somehow I think this is ironic, maybe. It is um, a little bit. <laughs> Steven, do a timestamp because it's going to go in the video at some point because it's too oh. good not to put in the video at some point. 12 minutes. It's so damn good. Uh, um, you're sending it to... Like, I, I, oh, okay. it's, in, it's in the Zoom chat. So I can see why <laughs> with this sort of vision, you'd want someone to be behind a game as cute yeah. as alchemic cutie oh yeah <laughs> yeah i could see that i could can absolutely see that can you describe that for us Stephen? what you're seeing now happening um, on the screen for I our can. audio listeners i absolutely can the other thing that i can do is show it live right here but i'll just i'll just find it oh. real quick and and we'll just get, we'll just put it up here <laughs> i was cracking up i'm like oh i like this guy <laughs> and you've done a you've done like a horror game right sebastian before uh i don't know if i'd call it a horror game but it's definitely or something here it is something a little bit darker than something dark be, yeah. and depressing here we go yeah it was a game Yours. called uh disorder it was a, yes. a platformer um where it's one of those switching back and forth platformers where mm -hmm. you can you know make things appear and appear um and uh yeah there it is There's a little bit darker theme <laughs> there, there it is ladies and gentlemen you'll love to see it you'll love to see it um it is a young man i i think a young man that is having a very good time uh <laughs> on a swing that is fastened to a tree much like a tire swing except there's no tire instead there is his neck that's how I, I would was, explain that. I was going to say it's one of our former guests. That's how I would best describe that image. Oh goodness! <laughs> and there, and we're back. We got we got our video back here. Oh, oh lord! What did I do? But that's awesome. Um, yeah, the art is an amazing part of this game. Everything is just teeming with life and detail. It feels like this is an actual like lived-in world. You're walking around and exploring and talking to people and catching jellies and picking up poop. Oh, thank you. Yeah, actually, um, I'll, the majority of, at least for the environment, is done just with like tiles. Mm. Hopefully, um, when we have like some mod support in the future, like people will just be able to use those tiles and make something that's consistent with that. So, very cool. That would be awesome. I dig. Goodness gracious, it's still on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually had to act that out partially to get it to. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You, you write what you write what you know, and, and you know all art has some grounds and, and some truth there. Not. Yeah. I, had, I had a like a pull up bar. Yeah, kinda. absolutely, absolutely. Um, so th this game, as of this recording, um, is just a couple of days out there, according to your Steam page. I don't know if that. I know that. I feel like you were on Xbox a little earlier. Is that wrong? Yeah, it's not wrong. That's not yeah, wrong. We okay. On... Right. Okay. Yeah, we were out in October, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because yeah, a uh, one of our our friends, uh, Miss Envy, actually b begged us to get you on the show, um, and I Thank and you. I remember her playing a little earlier than than a couple of days ago. So what's the reception been like? How do you, how do you guys you guys have a nice little following now? What's going on? Uh, I'd say pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody wants to be. You know, the next Minecraft, obviously. Right, or, right, of course. <laughs> or whatever. Um, but I think that the reception's been good, um, especially a lot of feedback from people who've been playing. Um, Tom and uh, Chernik have 
been able to fix a lot of the bugs that come in for several sure. days. Um, we actually just put out a patch. Um, yes, I saw like that a couple yeah. hours ago. Yeah. So um, yeah, and we're we're definitely getting a lot of feedback and seeing um, not just on the bugs, but on things we can improve. Yeah, uh, we already have some plans on making some. I wouldn't call it like a, a big content patch necessarily, but definitely making some big changes so that people have a better time playing things on social media. Sure. So, so you do plan on kind of continuing this little train for a little while is, mm-hmm. you know, improve things and, you know, whether it's polishing up or, you know, change some things around based on feedback, but do you have anything, do you have like a roadmap in your head of like some things that you do want to add outside of the scope of just making things a little bit better? Like, do you have ideas for uh-huh. quote unquote content? Yeah, of, of course we do. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I didn't bring it up specifically is because I don't want to be in a position where it's like, oh, it's going to have this, and then something happens. No, it, it, listen, <laughs> we, we've interviewed two, well over 200, you know, middle 200s developers. Like, we, we, we understand mm-hmm. that there's what you want to do, there's the ambition, yeah. and then there's the reality. But, you know, ambition is what drives us all. So having you guys on here to tell your story, the ambition part is, is like kind of the, the best part. Like it's where, it's where we get to know your passions. We get to know uh, what drives you and stuff like that. So why don't you, uh, would, would you feel comfortable just telling us like the kinds of things that you or, would be looking to, not necessarily that you want, that you're going to do it, but just stuff that you thought would be cool. After uh, something as poignant as that, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, well, the first thing we want to do is we want to update the deliveries um, just as far as improvement. Just starting there. Um, making it easier to access and things like that. Sure. Um, we did have um, contraptions in the game at, at an earlier stage. And uh, those are machines that like run on the poop and you can use them to like, you know, automate certain things and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so we definitely want to re- revisit that concept. And then um, given that almost everybody who's <laughs> seen the game or asked about the game has asked if there's farming in it, um, we are considering <laughs> putting in some kind of farming aspect. So um, partially just so that you won't always have to travel, you know, all the way across the map to get a certain item. Right. Make that judgment, how you want to dedicate your resources to if you want to farm it or if you're just fine just walking over there. That's smart. I don't mind walking around for shit. I don't got to farm. <laughs> Literally. I want to farm. I'll play a very specific kind of game if I want to do yeah. some farming. Yeah. I just want to watch jellies fight to the death <laughs> oh god uh, well i'm actually glad well not necessarily to the death i'm not glad you brought that up but um <laughs> we are we are doing some updates on the on the uh competitions as well um we think there's just there'll be some room for improvement for that and um ultimately if we could add some more that'd be good but we just have to see what priorities come up walk us through what that looks like for those who don't know what the jelly competitions are like in this game Tom? Yeah, so we have uh, four different competitions at the moment. And so the first one you'll come across will be a jelly splash uh, in the summertime. And it's uh, sort of a swimming competition uh, where you, you know, the player and the NPCs will line up at the edge of the docks and they'll <laughs> they'll pull back their jellies to stretch them to give them a, a sort of a launching boost <laughs> into the into the water. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then they release them, and then the jellies kind of swim to the finish line, and it's sort of like the, the idea for the for the competitions was kind of inspired by the I don't know if you know the Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure. Oh yeah. yes, oh I see that. Okay, mm-hmm. oh that's yeah. really neat. So um, 
so yeah so there's different competitions and you can kind of like cheer the jellies on and give them a boost you know and stuff so yeah so, so you're not really you're not really controlling the, the jellies mm -hmm. you're you're sort of cheering them on you know right. while they, like a proud while they papa. thing yeah. yeah most of the preparation on the competitions comes from like raising the jellies increasing its stats and, and things like that um there's also a jelly buffet competition where you have to eat all the your jelly has to eat all the items first um there is a sumo competition where you push <laughs> the other jelly out of the ring and then there's a jelly vogue competition mm -hmm. where they have to you know, give you the best performance mm -hmm. I'd like to see that competition sort of mindset revisited after one one or two of you watch like Squid Game. It's like I have some <laughs> ideas now for what these jellies can really do to each other. Uh, that might be a fun little segment for later, Andy. If we mm -hmm. come up with oh, a couple oh, of yeah. uh, competitions sure. of our own, I already got like two already immediately came to mind. And don't worry, they're not terrifying. I'm not trying. What to... I would do is like, you'd have them fight to the death, and then you'd yeah, have like an is. actual he... a, a, a human jelly, like a KY jelly grudge match kind of thing, like in right. dead jellies. <laughs> dead jellies, yeah. You know, that's uh, horrifying. And I think that's right, a different exactly. video game, Andy. If I'm being completely honest, I don't think that's this game. I, it has cutie in the title. It's very creative. It does. I can say that. It does. And like, you know, that's one of the things where I was like, Am I gonna like this game with the word "cutie" in the title? It seems like I should be playing this game. Like, uh, this is a, a so not me game, mm -hmm. but it's got good sprite work, and I'm like, ah, I gotta, gotta, you gotta give it a try. It looks good. Yeah, you gotta do it. It looks good. And then it's like, ah, fuck, it's actually a cute game that's actually well made. It's kind of fun. Yeah, it's it it's got, makes me you wish have the loop. It makes me wish for my Steam Deck like right now, uh -huh. Uh -huh. so I can play it like on the way to work, on the shitter, you know. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of people asking about it on Switch, um, which yes. definitely we're planning on releasing on Switch and also PlayStation. So nice. Uh, whether it's the Steam Deck or the Switch, um, there will be some like mobile options. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, you, you will not be left alone on the toilet without them. <laughs> without my jellies, I can poop alongside them. <laughs> so, yeah. As long as you pick it up. Mm -hmm. So what what does the player? uh get out of these competitions like what, what's the purpose of the competitions for the player um well part of it's bragging rights obviously your jelly gets a little metal in there hell yeah it does details page yeah um the other thing is just like kind of items and things like that that are hard to get so you know there's that there's a functional reward to it. yeah 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 well that, that's that's kind of uh you know there isn't in some other games that do things like that um you know when you look at pokemon for like the beauty contests like what are you getting really nothing you care about yeah, no, yeah nothing important it's not a barrier to entry anywhere it's not it's just kind of a little side thing but because this is like a main part I, I thought maybe explaining why you're doing this would be helpful to players who are on still on the fence there is a reason for it it is the main it is a driver and you're definitely yeah. going to want to do it so yeah and again like i said we're, we're planning on doing some updates on the jelly uh, competitions mm -hmm. um oh so soon that'll be in there'll be more to it there where do the jellies come from? Uh, like, literally, like their existence. Where they? Yeah, come he from wants. He wants the lore. I want some lore uh, here um, if we can do it. I have a vague idea, but I don't. <laughs> I couldn't really tell you. They just kind of exist on the island at this point. Right. Um, okay. There is some backstory, but um, <laughs> I, I'd rather not get too much into it. I okay. got a better question. I got oh, a better question. No. Okay. How do jellies lay eggs? 
you would think it'd be more like you know a little chunk of it would just break off and that's like the new jelly like these things are laying eggs like they're fowl or chickens or birds right <laughs> right um and reptiles they lay eggs reptiles yeah because it's cute. That's basically that, that, <laughs> oh, that's the best answer. Wait, yeah. Andy, Andy, think about it. If a little piece of it comes off, what if a little piece of it comes off and then it dries up and becomes an egg? And so that the jelly can form inside of that hard shell and then crack open and become a jelly again. Think about it. That's exactly what it is. There you go. Nailed it. <laughs> we, we there just... it Nailed There's it. There's your answer. Write it down. See, we're creating lore here. Actually, as a matter of fact, we might be in the credits by the by the time this uh, podcast is done. Throw us in there as, as <laughs> lore. <laughs> Dumb idiots. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Andreas. Oh, my God. Um. Oh. I do want to ask about, so when you're the main vision or direction from this game, does it come from, is it Tom that's telling you, Sebastian, or is it, or is it just like, how does the, the process work on that end? Is he saying, draw this thing that's in my brain and then you doodle it out for him? Uh, it just depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, so for example, with like, um, like if there's a UI thing, Mm -hmm. then we'll both go over and say, okay, well, what does this need? I'll come up with a concept for it. And then, you know, we go back and forth on that. Mm. Um, I mean, most of the, we, we basically, I mean, we're co-creators. We have our own specific domains, basically. Mm. Right. And I don't really go into the code and start tweaking things unless it's <laughs> within, you know, my allowance, you know, you know, <laughs> we have like certain XML files or things like that. I can right. figure something, but I'm, I don't touch things with Java. Um, and in that same respect, Tom doesn't, you know, mess up in the pixel art. So yeah. <laughs> um, we have our own responsibilities. And, and you guys collaborate on the vision of it? Like oh. you're both kind of like co-directors, co co-creative, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's very fascinating to hear how the different groups come together and create because like we get stories from people that went to college together. They're a team, husband and wives, siblings, people who have never met each other. Um, I think we all, we had guests that had never actually been seen each other in video before coming on our show. We've had, yeah. we've had so many different, different variations of, of teams kind of forming together. And it's always a very interesting story to hear, um, how you guys, like, for example, just finding each other, contracting each other out to do some stuff. And now all of a sudden you're kind of, you're kind of forming this little group. Um, you know, do you have other P other team members that you collaborate with or is it just the two of you guys? Yeah. Yeah, so we have, um, just before I, I, I talk about the team, the, I just want to say that me and Sebastian, we worked together for like three years before we ever met in person. So okay. uh, the first time we met in person was at Gamescom uh, when we were like pitching to publishers and, and stuff. And um, if you can't tell he has an accent. Yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah. He's, not, yeah. he's not from the United States. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not from America. <laughs> Never would have guessed. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. Uh, yeah, I'm from Ireland, so uh, <laughs> so Wait, there's always a time zone so, problem. So you me. met, you said you met at Gamescom, is that what I heard? Sorry. Yeah, so the first yeah, time okay. we ever met in person was at Gamescom, when we had like the prototype done and we were showing it. We were part of the um, not the indie mega booth. What did they call it? The indie arena, I think it was at Gamescom, um, and we we were yeah. So we met 
sorry, I'm falling over myself here. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we were part of that arena. And so we were showing that we had a boot there and we were showing off the game. And then we, I was kind of running around like a headless chicken to different publisher meetings. And, um, and so, well, Sebastian was kind of holding down the fort. So though Sebastian was on a few, few Twitch streams. Yeah. Uh, during it. Well, that uh, is the one, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, uh, but, um, but when, yeah, did, like, when did this was, whole thing start with you, like on this project? Say like 2015. Oh, maybe. Oh, boy. Oh, so you guys, yeah. been, you've been at it quite a bit. Yeah. Like we, Sebastian's like, it's like, oh, God, has it been that long? <laughs> uh, well, I like, I, I like to be specific and say over the course of that many years. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. Cause, he, cause you also still did contract. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For, yeah, I mean, for a lot of the development. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like a full-time thing until really after we got a publisher. Right. So, yeah, like 2018, uh, late 2018, yeah. Talk about that process. Yeah, like, How'd you guys nail the publisher down? What was that all like? Um, it was pretty tricky. Uh, so basically what, what happened was like, we were working on the game and we were both kind of doing it in our spare time, which was tricky for me because I was still working as a, developer in a startup and so I was often traveling for work so I always have to like figure out what time I had to call Sebastian out right you know so like because it was like okay so Sebastian's because we always call it out about like 1 p.m eastern time but I always had to figure out like okay so 1 p.m eastern time what time is that in Tokyo what time is that in in uh you know Dubai what you know like I'd be traveling for different customers for my job and it was always a sometimes I had to get up at like 6 a.m to call Sebastian and tell, give him a status update on where I am with things and um but then what happened was like one day I kind of I guess I, I'd say you could say I kind of rage quit my job sure oh boy <laughs> so like I, I'd been in that job for a long time and just things were not progressing, you know, the, the usual stuff of being promised stuff and then stuff doesn't happen, you know, sure. in, in the kind of cor corporate world. Yeah. You know, the startup was no longer a startup and so on. And um, and just one day I just said, no, I'm done. No more, you know. And so I had built up a bit of savings. and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend the rest of the year trying to get this game, you know, off the ground. And if it happens, it happens. If it, it doesn't, sure. worst case scenario, I just go back and get a job somewhere, you know. Yeah. So, um, so we spent about six months. So I left that job in like May of 2018 and then spent about six months going to different conferences, pitching to publishers. And then and it was just as we were like about, about to run out of money, uh, we, we got a, an offer and it was, um, so it was, it all kind of worked out in the end, but it, it, it's kind of going through that. Like I say, we probably went through about 20 publishers pitching the game. So, and like when you're going, when you go through 20, you're kind of really starting to go, it's like, oh boy, is this game, is this game bad? Like, is it like, is it, you know, what, maybe there's just something we're not seeing, you know, or, right. Um, but I've since kind of learned that that's sort of normal, you know, like it's, it's, uh -huh. It's uh, unless you have like a big hit that just blew up on Twitter or something, you know, that kind of way. Right. Um, but like for most games, that is the sort of normal process because, you know, it's not just uh, whether it's a good game, it's whether it does it fit in with the publisher brand, does it fit yeah. in, 
with the timing for market release does it right. you know and, and we also had the challenge as that was kind of coming to the end of the ps4 xbox one generation so that a lot of publishers were like oh no we only want games that can come out in the next six months you know and we were like well that's not possible for us you know right right um and we actually did turn down one offer it was kind of one of the, the i think it was like the six or seven publisher we met they want us to do it in half the amount of time with half the amount of budget and i was just like and me and special were like no that's not possible like you know like yeah i, I mean I, at least you had that that foresight to know like and not just jump yeah. at it because it was you know an offer yeah. you finally got like you understood and and that's that out that i'm sure that goes that bodes well for the way you manage your project right like you understand it you understand what goes into it you're not lying to yourself just because you're making a, you know this game and you want to get it done and you want the help so that, that i think that's admirable and, and a lot of it, it would be developers out there if you're listening if you're watching um i know if some of you personally that want to make games and you listen to the show to get pointers and all that be honest man be honest with yourself and be honest with people that want to work with you or or you know there's no sense in just jumping at that first opportunity just because it's an opportunity yeah, and the the other thing that's, I guess, kind of ironic is that after you have a publisher and you start going to shows, like even more developed product, then other publishers come by and be like, "Hey, do you got a publisher?" And it's like, "Where were you like six months ago?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We actually had one publisher who turned us down, and then next year we were at EGX and they came up to us again. They're like, "Oh wow, this game looks great! Like, do you guys have a publisher?" And I'm like, "We talked to you last year." Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, I would have been like, oh, no, we don't actually. And you string them along for like a really yeah, long time. Yeah. I had to buy you a few dinners, you know. Yikes. Yeah. Andy, but, uh, is it about that time, you think? I think it's about that time, Stephen. All right. It's time for our very spe- special segment here. It's, it's the, okay. it, 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 is, uh, it is our rapid fire segment. This is where oh. we're, we're going to get to know the two of you as as people. We're going to get to the very core of your your essence, of your existence. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very simple, all right? We're going to give you some questions. You're going to tell us the answer. That's it. That's mm-hmm. that's the that's Do we the both, both answer? You'll, you'll see. Answer? You'll see. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we're going to go with a scenario first, and it's one of my favorite scenarios to do when we have multiple guests. Okay. okay? <laughs> Tom, you get a phone call. You pick it up. It is the Federal Bureau of Investigations. Sebastian mm-hmm. has been arrested. What is his crime? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say he um, got locked out of his house by accident <laughs> and had to, but he had no pants on for some reason. And so police <laughs> came by and thought he was uh, thought he was some crazy guy trying to break into his own house. Got it. And and Sebastian couldn't explain it quick enough. You know, and it just it just snowballed from there. Yeah. I I think the least uh, realistic part of that is that I wouldn't be able to explain it quick enough. <laughs> well, listen, when guns are drawn, you never know what happens. Sebastian, same question, same scenario, but it's flipped. Tom has been arrested. What was his crime? Oh, and the Garda called me. Um, you know, I would say probably. Uh, he would have had ended up back in Dubai and he's caught up in some kind of money laundering. Oh, laundering <laughs> money in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. Look out. Look out. I, I will say there was some questionable 
uh-huh. transactions in my old job. Uh-huh. <laughs> where where I'll just say that the CEO was not uh 100% clean in his <laughs> Sure. Sure. And uh you, you know, know this you certain... know this goes on the internet, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Just make it sure. <laughs> you know, there, I'm just saying there are some countries in the Middle East uh-huh. that are they welcome brown envelopes that contain certain things, you know. Mm, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, well, maybe Andy. I'm not actually guessing. Then I don't know what's. Going <laughs> yeah, on yeah. Right this now. is actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what just happened? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. When is the next season of Ozark coming out? <laughs> I'm gonna put that on my schedule. I love how the, how those are very two different kind of answers. Sure. One's like a victim of circumstance. Like maybe the doorbell rang while I was getting out of the shower. I'm not wearing any pants. The door locks behind me. It was trick or treater. So and now he's on a list. Like, yeah. Laundering <laughs> money for the cartel probably. Yeah. Well, um, you know, Tom's a talented guy. So yes, I figured, yes. you know, why, why put him down on the low level? charm. And yeah. this, is the front. this game is the yeah. front. I made a game with the name Cutie in the title. How could I be a right. money launderer? Andy, hit us up with a question. Um, Between the two of you, who is more like a jelly in personality? Uh, I I would say I'm actually probably closer to a jelly. I'm a lot more relaxed than Tom is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unless it was a really high, strong, stressed out jelly, uh, it would be Sebastian. Um, All right. Here's here's a good one. I'm looking for honesty here. The two of you are in a fight. Hair versus hair. The loser shaves their head. Who's winning that fight? <laughs> well, Sebastian does a lot of pull-ups, so Sebastian has yeah, beautiful he, hair right now. Like, just, I think he has yeah. the most to lose. That's why. That's what I'm saying. I think he might be a <laughs> desperate man. And, I don't know. and just, Tom's actually a lot taller than I am. I didn't find that out until we met in person. Oh, oh, see, see, so you're, so you're going like based on like physical attributes. I'm going based on emotional attributes because I know what it's like <laughs> to lose your long hair and it's, you know, it's, I would normally, I would agree with that, but the, the long hair is actually just what in like the past year. Oh, for okay. almost the entirety yeah. of my life. I just shave my head constantly. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so you may, may be all out of fucks to give. So you, you may you may just lay down. You just may, might lay down for old Tom here. Interesting. Yeah, you know, maybe I value the friendship more than I the understand. Hair. Than the hair. Yeah, Andy. It's funny. I'm um, I'm looking at a profile for Sebastian on the Alchemicuity blog, and he has like very short hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like a post from like four years ago. It's like his hair grew in real time between that post and today. Yeah. It's like he hasn't cut it since. It just, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, the game is out, and it's selling like hotcakes, and you hot guys cakes. are bajillionaires, mm-hmm. and you're getting very, very drunk. Yes. Sebastian, what word best describes uh, Tom when he's been drinking too much? Oh, he's like, um... oh god, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to describe this. I don't think he's going to have a good read on me because I actually don't drink that much, but. Mm. Um, I will preface whatever his answer is with "I am Irish," so <laughs> I am. I am. So he's a, he's he's much more loud and much more friendly. I would say. <laughs> say, Tom, are you drunk right now? Is my next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I do have a beer in the fridge that I could uh, huh? crack open. <laughs> yeah, as you should. Yeah, he has. I think he just he has poor volume control. Mm. 
Good. But he's still a nice guy. So <laughs> I don't worry about nice He's just yelling guy. really nice things loudly. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the, he, is he the guy at the bar that gets really close to your ear to tell you something, but because it's a little loud in the bar and just fucking yelling, just yelling yeah. in your face. And you're just like, yeah, man, totally. I'm going to go over there now, man. I'm going to go here. Please, yeah. please don't do that to my eardrum. Uh, same question, Tom. What about Sebastian? Sebastian, well, actually, just the thing, he doesn't have to be drunk, but being drunk does help him in, in this, uh, is that he, Sebastian's a dancer. He, he, he oh. will, like, he will bust the moves. Like, I, I don't mean, like, I don't mean, like... The Macarena. Uh, you know, no, yeah, I, I don't mean kind of terrible... You're not doing the Urkel. Yeah, yeah, not, not terrible dancing. Like, Sebastian has moves. And like people, wow. people watch him dance, you know. Wow! And, and like he, so anytime that he starts dancing, like that's a that's a crowd pleaser, you know. Yeah. So so, so that's a all right. That's the best. Okay, well, so, so you become a performer, as it were. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Like when we were at the EGX Birmingham, there was like a night event for like you know people who were part of the, the show. Mm-hmm. And um, Sebastian uh, was just dancing away, and like, uh, and like people were like actually standing back, like looking at him, like busting his moves. <laughs> and so I was just like, I was like, okay, I guess they do. They do the exact <laughs> same thing when I dance, but it's because they're wondering if I'm seizing, so okay. they're just they're just wondering mm-hmm. if they need to call an ambulance. But yeah. usually, usually I'm okay. Get the, usually get that, the ADD you know, kit, as, as, long as, you know. as long as you you feel fun and you're having a good time. <laughs> It's all good. Sure. You says the dancer. Um, (laughs) Would you guys rather have the flight or power of flight or invisibility? Uh, You know, I don't actually like traveling that much, so I'll I'll take invisibility. Mm. I'm a homebody. I I, I like to travel, so yeah, I'd be flight probably. Okay. Look at that. We are opposites. Yes, you're very, you're, the two of you are about as opposite as it comes. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna ask this question to both of you but i'll ask tom first um if you could take a super serious or even a horror game franchise and make it super cute which franchise would that be and Um, what would be give me a little bit of a, a quick pitch for what the game would be like uh so I, I'm a big fan when it comes to horror series, I, I'm generally not a fan of like the jump scare series. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm very into like the atmosphere, um, you know, kind of like uh, Salma or mm-hmm. Silent Hills, you know. Um, so I'd say maybe Silent Hill as, as my one. Okay. And we'd have like a little, uh, maybe like Pyramid Head would be like a, a little spoiled kid or something. Um, okay. Running around. Pyramid Instead Head like, Daycare? Yeah, Pyramid Head Daycare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. It's like all ge- geometrical shaped kids, like Pyramid yeah, Head, yeah, yeah. Circle Head, Oh, and he has like the head. shape game, but he can't get it to work right? Yeah. It's just the origin story of why he's a terrible murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian? Uh, funnily enough, I thought of Silent Hill as well, as far as like the first horror game that came to my mind. Um, but I would have, I think uh, you could probably just make it like a dating sim. 
horizontal dating sim. Wow. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. I think you could go that direction. I think there's enough. Um, I'm not an expert on cuteness, but there is this weird aspect where the more ghastly something is, the, mm. there's actually a very good uh, opportunity to still make it cute. Like, have sure. you ever seen, like well, look, look at Slimer. Right. You know, like, a, yeah. look at Slimer from Ghostbusters. Like, he's disgusting, but then he can kind of be cute yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um, so, Andy, I kind of want to answer your question, but I'm going with a movie franchise. Right, but I'm still stuck on Silent Hill dating sim like James. <laughs> and like Did long you... walks in the mist, killing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I like walking like, yes, back. Yeah. I, like, I like crab walking. Um, I love two two by fours. <laughs> um, so I would I would pick a movie franchise. I would pick Freddy Krueger, and it would be Freddy Cuteger. And your, your whole your whole job. Yeah. Hold on, your whole job is to make good dreams for children. Oh, God. Like their dreams are a horror show, and you have to clean it up for them. Oh my God. And yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, so it's like Splatoon for yes, right, you know, you know, exactly. You go in there, but you, or it's like kind of like a, it's a little bit like unpacking like a decorator thing where you're like, oh well, I can't have this terrible zombie pinned to the wall. Let me pull that down and put a unicorn. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Unicorn. Throw some sparkles on the wall, but you have like you still have the claw on your hand, so it's like ah shit. What am I? It's like a handmade of glitter. Like, <laughs> it literally is. Uh, all right. Next question. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Oh boy. Oh god, no. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'm a very picky eater, so I'm not only my answer is no, and also I've never tasted it. <laughs> That's fair. So. That's fair. A pineapple on pizza is like a crime against humanity. So interesting. <laughs> it, 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 it's like so in Ireland, you can get it in a few. I think. I'd say most, like Domino, like the American brands would have it. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Um, Please don't use Domino's as your barometer for pizza. Okay. Um, well, yeah, like, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I that's, literally that's just like ate Domino's last night. Yeah, but, but you, but you notice you didn't say, I had pizza last night. That's not what you're saying. You had Domino's. That is a very yeah. different phrasing. Well, like saying, like, I had Papa John's. Yeah. I, I had McDonald's. You didn't have a burger. You didn't have burger and fries. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had barbecue. No, you didn't. You had McDonald's. Listen, <laughs> McDonald's is more close to a burger than Papa John's is to pizza or Domino's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say, well, maybe not. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of high fructose corn syrup in burgers over at McDonald's. Um, Andy, let's get a, let's get a few more and then we'll. All right. Um, this is always a fun question for indie devs. If, um, you were given the chance to work on the high profile franchise. Let's say Nintendo was like, you guys are awesome. Make us, you know, the next Zelda, the next 2d Sprite Zelda game. What franchise would you, would you guys pick to work on? We'll go with uh, Sebastian first this time. Uh, so I'd actually like to work on a call of duty game or something like that. Ooh. Just because I, I have this fascination. So they have a lot of cheating in Warzone and stuff, mm -hmm. and a lot yeah. of hackers. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fascinated with the idea of just letting them do that, but like having it be a part of the game. Oh, Instead wow. of having to like do all this DRM and all sure. this like back, you know, back end stuff. And everybody's like freaking out, like, oh my God, I got cheated again. Like make like a handicap system or something like that. So if you want to cheat, you just say, oh, I'm going to turn on my cheats and now I'm going to show up on the map or something. Like, it's it's there's mm. this adversarial thing between 
the hackers, the players, and the developers when it doesn't have to be that way necessarily. So that's why I want to work on one of those. Wow, that got deep. I didn't expect <laughs> that at all. Mm, here for it. Thomas. Um, I would definitely... So when you said Nintendo, I immediately thought Pokemon because that was my sort of mm. first love of RPGs. Uh, but if there was a franchise that I could, like, and I've always said this, if I ever make a billion dollars, I will buy this franchise. Tom, before uh, you move on, yeah, it's more than that, though. You actually worked on a Pokemon game, remember? Well, that's then not... Nintendo shit. DMCA'd it. Was it Pokemon Uranium? No. <laughs> uh, it, it, it was, was an MMO. It was an MMO oh. back in like the late two ten, like twenty ten. Holy Pokemon. shit! Mm. And it got like fifty thousand players, and like was. Oh uh, my god! Um, so and it had like the whole red and blue, like Kanto Johto regions. Yeah. Um, it was pretty massive, and um, yeah, Nintendo definitely did not like that. So. Yeah. So you are a criminal, is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got I'm it. Yeah. I, yeah. Intellectual property theft. <laughs> yeah i got my first well i mean i was a teenager then so i didn't really have a concept of intellectual property uh it was just like oh this is fun to program you know <laughs> yeah um but yeah that was a that was a fun time but um but yeah, yeah back to uh, the billion dollar yeah you got yeah, your billion dollars yeah my billion dollars i would buy the crash bandicoot franchise oh wow and i would go make a proper like crash bandicoot 4 came out and it was it was good but they they missed a few things Mm. Um, and even the, even the insane trilogy, I, I'm not a fan of. I like the visuals; like it, it gets it visually and audio wise, but gameplay wise, they they mess a few things up. So interesting. I would I would really like to like when I played the insane trilogy, it was like uh, wearing the way the way I describe it is like wearing your shoes on the wrong feet. Mm, it just okay. felt wrong. While okay. I was playing, just, yeah, yeah you know? just a little off. Yeah, feels a little yeah. strange. A little yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. I guess that's maybe muscle memory because I just played those games for like thousands of hours when I was a kid. So yeah, uh, so yeah, I'd like to get that franchise and really give it a good honor, like honorable version. You know, got it. Um, Do it justice. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's here's an easy question: mm. cake or pie? Which one would you rather bathe in? <laughs> well, what type of pie? just a very just you go to the store and you're buying all of the pie and you're just okay. chucking it in the bathtub and you're taking a bath you're getting it sitting in there all squishy or you I go imagine. and go to the bakery and you get a bunch of cakes throw it in the tub yeah. and you're getting in there okay uh i would say pies because the icing on your average cake that you're just going to find is probably going to be kind of gritty gritty okay you're worried about grit i got it no that's good yeah, like I imagine if you sat in a bathtub of cake, it would like you just sit on it rather than sinking into it. Well, it's not you like know? one solid cake. Like you're gonna like yeah, wiggle yeah, your like, way in, you know, like you know, do yeah, one of those. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever stepped on a piece of cake? Like somebody dropped it and you just fuck you just slip whoa, it's like slipping on a banana peel. You'll be all right. I'm thinking like jagged pie crust that's been baked and Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, what yeah, kind yeah. of pointy jagged <laughs> what kind of pie do you eat listen some of the pie crust you it's know, not yeah. it's nice... not a light bulb it's not i'm just saying <laughs> it's it's good it's got a tough exterior compared to cake yeah well speaking of tough it's time for the final question the toughest oh question you could possibly answer and andy i'm gonna let you set this one up oh boy. let's do it all right guys 
We've asked you a lot of nonsense. A lot of nonsense. <laughs> a lot of About bullshit. what jellies taste like and cake and pie baths and all that fun stuff. But this is this is where the real interview starts. <laughs> right here. This is it. At the 59th minute. This yes. is where we become like cutting edge and we ask the, the hard hitting mm -hmm. journalist type questions. The CNN worthy yeah. type question. Yeah. This is it. Mm -hmm. The simple question, yet the most complex question of your entire lives. And you can answer individually or as a team. The choice is yours. As a matter of fact, choose now. <laughs> Okay. Choose now. Are you going to answer this as a team or individually? Let's do individually. Okay. okay. For individual okay. answers. All right. Just for giggles. All right. The question is, Andy or Steven? Ooh. Mm-hmm. 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 In, in what context? Though? Any context? Like, no. Like... It's whatever context <laughs> you can... You know, think of in the little brain of yours, go for it. <laughs> you got that, got that Bulbasaur hat, yeah. But then again, Andy has a nice Super Meat Boy. Uh, oh, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's got Mega Man back well, there, actually, too. Well, actually, what if we change the question? Oh. oh. As to who would be the cuter jelly? Mmm. Modifier. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you got morphed down into a jelly, Andy automatically wins this because gay jelly <laughs> is the best jelly. I think I'm, knows that. I think I am comprised of like eighty five percent jelly, <laughs> <laughs> as it is. <laughs> so, well, you know what? I'll take I'll take the opposite and say no, and because uh, like like I said earlier, things that are not already cute they become very cute <laughs> once you right yeah. okay okay i don't so, so I, just... this might be this is might have been the best bogarting of an answer ever yeah. like this. i love it you love to I see love it. it all and i love to see all of you listening and viewing this show thank you so much for joining us this has been the dual screens <laughs> podcast thank you so much sebastian thank you thomas thank you andy remember folks hit the thumbs up if you're watching on youtube and please review the podcast on your podcast service there's got to be a review thing just click it read it if we find it if we find a review of the show we will read it on the show all right so get in there and review it share it with your friends and are there any other games that you want to have us interview the development team of leave it in the comment sections or or you could tweet at us at dual underscore screens i am at batchild 27 andy is at pants guy gentlemen where could everybody follow you follow uh alchemic cutie follow everything you guys do so yeah we have a, a twitter account uh, at alchemic cutie um you should be able to find both of us from there but if not um i'm also on twitter at vacrix uh, a little bit harder to spell but, uh, and then Tom, what is your handle? Yeah, I'm at Tom underscore Cashman. Yeah, very uh, original. So we have a Discord, um, which all of this stuff you can find from our website, alchemicpd.com, that I have all the links to uh, you know, social media. Awesome. And, and folks, don't worry. As always, we will have those links down in the show description. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Thank you, Tom, again. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you, Andy. And as always, please be excellent to each other. <laughs> <laughs>